what kind of gospel with the new testament church believing which made them in a way if i have to use that word they made the gospel made them terrorists right they were willing to give their lives be thrown into the arenas be split open by beasts and given up to be burnt alive it didn't phase them it didn't affect them um now come come sit everyone with your parents no sitting they come sharon come here yeah um yeah so what kind of gospel did they listen to and believed in that transformed their lives so much so they were like us the disciples they had their own vision of what kingdom would be they had their personal agendas they were no different from us okay they were thinking kingdom means political kingdom jesus messiah they were thinking about their fair share in the political thing if our party comes into play we are going to make money okay that's that's how peter was and finally jesus died and they were shocked and they were confused and they were filled with fear the but the day of pentecost when holy spirit came they got transformed by the power of the gospel it revolutionized their vision and life and <sighs> unfortunately in india all the good stuff we export good quality tea we export what are we drinking tea dust like it's amse how was the dust <laughs> yeah. uh, so tea dust is what we drink but good quality tea we export we are anti beef but we are the largest exporters of beef <laughs> right um so good beef we export but we use lower grade beef anything good we export and cheap stuff we use so is it like disciples got export quality holy spirit and we received some dust of the holy spirit and they got the export quality gospel and we received the re- residue that's why our life is like this if it is the same holy ghost if it is the same gospel then there ought to be something transformative about the gospel it has to grip us in a way that it gripped them to the point it becomes transformative we can listen all we want to listen there was this pastor who was living a very moral life and 
there was this other guy who went and met him and said hey you're a pastor you have written books on marriages man you're messing up your life what are you doing he said that's my profession that's my profession right there are bus drivers there are it people um a bus driver might be a really good bus driver but have a messy life a it guy might be really good at coding but have a messy life i am really good at preaching i'm really good at writing books i have a messy life so you guys go like oh that's so bad you're not supposed to make preaching a profession if somebody is not supposed to make i i'm all i'm 100% agreement in with you we are not supposed to make preaching a profession but many times we don't have the same anger towards professional listeners like you who are professional listeners they are professional in listening but they won't allow it to touch their life ouch ye apdi kondu vandu kokki inge maatuvan theriyadhu carries and shalom they were having a fight and i asked them hey you guys listen to forgiveness for the last 3 weeks um why what are you, what are you doing what are you doing with the sermon and they said nothing look at somebody and say what are you doing with the sermon week after week you're getting ready and coming here and sitting left take and powder rose powder you know you put all these things you come and sit and listen uh and you say amen you say hallelujah um how is it impacting your life are you practicing the bible says do not be hearers only but be doers of the word shake somebody and say be doers of the word so when does the doing happens happen from monday to saturday is where doing happens how how is the doing going on did you get opportunities to forgive hello did you get opportunity to forgive last week or you're like no no opportunity <laughs> yeah you he got opportunities but he missed the opportunities he got lot of opportunities so we get lot of opportunities and when i told you last week itself you going to gym and lifting up something like this will not build your muscle you go and put the weights on right you put it under test that's where you so some heavy lifting in forgiveness when you do that's where your forgiveness muscle gets stronger so when you're listening to this message obviously you will have opportunities to do some heavy lifting and do not miss those opportunities apply be doers of the word okay and um i'm going to explain certain things the problem with us is we think we know we think we know the moment we think we know we stop 
learning and we stop growing, we stop transforming because we think we know. Um, but if you really know, if you really, really know as you ought to know, it would show up in your life. If it is not showing up in your life yet, then that means you still don't know as you ought to know, whatever you said and done. So I'm going to teach you some basics of things uh, which is not only helpful in understanding how forgiveness works, but it can be applied to so many areas of your life because it's the same principle. We are spirit, soul and body. And I want to talk about those three dimensions today. Put the body, you know, body, my goodness. This is the amazing piece of architecture. This is the best technology out there. No technology can come close to this technology. That's why heaven and hell fights for this technology. Yeah, physical dimension. It's a great dimension. My goodness. How many systems? Neural system, digestive system, respiratory system, reproductive system, skeletal system. My goodness. Now we are talking about uh, airways and waterways and railways. You see everything there. You see everything there. And after 2,000 years of development of science and so many scientist brains have come together and making robo, how it's walking, it's like this right now. That's the best of robo right now walking. No robo is walking like this. After so much of technology improvement and AI, IoT, all these things put together, we are still not able to match a part of the body. Because millions of neurons and so many muscles and strands and oh my goodness. Amazing piece. You need so many supercomputers to store the data that your brain can store. And you need so many supercomputers to process the speed at which it's processing. Can you imagine? I'm speaking, your ears are listening to my words and those words are transmitted as neurons to your brain and your brain again transmits into images so that through your inner eye you are able to visualize what I'm saying, everything in a split second. Hmm? Can you imagine? Crazy piece of technology. Crazy piece of technology. Nothing can come close. The only group of people that despise this piece of technology are religious people. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing stuff. In fact, um, last week in the Indian Express, a news article came. It keeps coming, okay? But the recent one says like this. Can you read? Immortality, not a 
far-fetched dream anymore, says Isaiah. No, says Indian Express. Immortality, not a far-fetched dream anymore. Do you know not a single scientist would make fun of this statement or the scientist and say, the, the ending of the article says, um, some scientist said, you know, hitting 200 years is easy to begin with. Before we reach immortality, 200 years would be nothing. Because we have already cracked those reversing, age reversing thing. Reaching 200 would be nothing. And, and no scientist would make fun of the scientist, make a YouTube video and take a phrase from this and may put troll video. No, 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 no. For that, you need to be madambudichified. Right? You have to be religious to do such things, to be anti-life and anti-body. Do you know why so much of billions of dollars are put into these researchers? Is because when they study the DNA, okay, molecular structure, you break it, you break it, you break it, you break, you come down to DNA. And there is a, if we can say it like that, we have an on-off switch in the DNA, okay? The DNA expresses itself. Certain forms of proteins are released from your brain. And it has certain patterns and certain colors. And what they have found out is, ah, there is no reason for your body to die. There is no reason in your body, within the physical dimension, there is no reason for your body to age and decay. There is no reason within your system itself. There is no... Are you getting what I'm saying? As a part of your design in the physical dimension, there is no reason in your physical body for your body to become weak or age or die. It is the genetic expression that makes it go through those changes. And what affects that genetic expression, they say, is the mind. Right? Because when thought patterns happen, this is what's happening inside your brain. There is firing of neurons. Like, boof, boof, boof. These uh, thoughts are, your thoughts are having literally um, holding real estate in your brain, according to Carolyn Leaf, right? Meaning, your thought trees. In your physical brain, a thought in your mind, you can see like tree kind of thing, right? Root kind of stuff. Such things are physically formed in your brain when you entertain a thought. And when you entertain a healthy thought, that tree is very healthy. And when you entertain a toxic thought, since your design doesn't have room to process toxic energy, that tree becomes twisted. Are you getting what I'm saying? Look at me. In the physical, there is 
a system of excretion. Your tummy digests and then there is a system for it to push out the waste. Because in physical dimension you have a pathway for it, for excretion. But on the mental side, emotional side of things, you are not designed for any toxic. So there is no excretion on your soul. Because you were never designed for it. You were never designed for any toxic thought or any toxic emotion. So when you are having toxic thoughts and toxic emotions, it is affecting your body. 95% of diseases are called psychosomatic diseases. Psychosomatic meaning what? Mandagolami mendalaita anartho. Psychosomatic. What is psychosomatic? See, um, this is hard way, right? Amazing piece, new one, no scratch, fantastic. So, so many GB RAM, so many just da 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 da, de -de 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 -de. all hardware, fantastic, wonderful spec. But when the software gets corrupted, have you ever seen a phone that, that is corrupted by software? Mm -hmm. You do anything, it will do the opposite thing. You are trying to attend the call. You are pressing the green color thing and it cuts the call. You cut the call, call answers. Why? Soft, software is malfunctioning. When it is so much malfunctioning and it has gone really chaotic and you are not able to figure out and you go and give it to the service center, what do they say? Sorry sir, this has gone beyond repair. Now we have to reset the phone. Reset the phone to its original design. What did we pray? Before starting the sermon? Align ourselves, calibrate ourselves to the original design. Look at somebody and say, press them and say, reset to factory settings. Yeah, you should be divinely reset to factory settings. You should understand your original design and operate from that space. Otherwise, you'll be malfunctioning constantly. So, no matter how good the hardware is, if the software, your mind, your emotions, your thought patterns, if you don't know how to have control over those things, you are going to... Uh, th th there was thermal scanning done, okay, of physical bodies who are experiencing very strong different emotions. And this is the image of the thermal scanning done uh, on physical bodies of different emotion. Look at love. Look at depression. Look at envy. Zombie mark. These are physical manifestations of your emotions. Physically these things happen. That's why in Tamil we call it as 
my stomach is burning we to say that right i don't know what do you say in english hmm intense emotions when you are angry or sad or you want to curse people from where do you do that here you're physically feeling it in your tummy when you're really you know getting pumped up with anger where do you feel it head manda sood irukku we're getting heated up physical expressions of your soul dimension of your emotions these are not except love none of these things you have wiring in your brain to process your brain is literally hardwired only for love joy peace gentleness kindness these are the things that you're hardwired for physically so when you're pumping in these stuff toxic emotions you don't have a physical are you getting what i'm saying wiring system to handle these toxic things therefore the dna starts switching off proteins get twisted and then you start aging and you start dying but there is no physical reason for you to die for you to age huh. depression is a huge business today what is depression see in the physical body there is ex you know digestive system and excretion happens meaning morning you go and do potty i know this illustration is going to be gross but it will stick to your mind okay you will remember it forever so we go and do potty in the morning okay that's healthy right you go you do potty you go but when you're not able to control your potty what is that called diarrhea diarrhea it keeps going you don't have any control <laughs> you are outside you are inside it doesn't matter it keeps coming so what is supposed to happen by choice it is happening out of control many of you are going through mental diarrhea because thinking is not happening by choice you don't have any control over thinking thinking is just happening to you it keeps running and you don't have any control over your thoughts you don't have any control over your emotions so when you're having mental and emotional diarrhea and you're not able to have any control over it that is called depression when you're in that cycle when you're stuck in that cycle and you can't keep a check and you can't direct it hey this is what i'm going to think this is what i'm going to feel when you're not able to do that by choice soul dimension has three things come to the soul right mind will and emotions so why god has put mind and emotions along with the will because he wants thinking and feeling to be part of your choice 
it has to be part of your choice you choose to think and then then only thinking should happen you should choose to feel a certain way then only feeling should happen it's part of your soul which has the will of choice involved when the will of choice is not involved and it just happens diarrhea happens so that causes imbalance chemical imbalance in your physical body two of you come here let's imagine he is a toxic emotion okay and he is a depression drug that the doctor prescribes i am depressed why am i depressed because toxic emotion is caused pressing me and causing chemical imbalance in my brain so it is a soul thing right this is happening where soul but it is impacting my body my brain so doctor is giving hmm you press hmm Mm-hmm. so now what is happening doctor is trying to counteract the pressure by giving me tablets to bring chemical balance to the chemical imbalance caused by the toxic emotion but this drug will not touch will not touch the root that's why when you go and talk, start taking psychiatric tablets and you ask the psychiatrist how long should i take he'll be like edukka aarambichinga le eduthikitte irukka vendida you've started taking you have to continue taking why because this drug is not touching the root it is just counteracting the pressure but this toxic thought keeps becoming bigger and bigger and keeps increasing keeps increasing this drug then i have to increase the dosage but even then this increases its dosage then it's going to push and this is going to give way and i'm going to lose my mind but if i'm going to put this guy down if i'm going to put the toxic emotion down then i i need not have this guy as well i don't have this guy as well and i am restored to factory settings right i'm going to teach you how to do this thing okay are you guys ready listen carefully come you also come see if okay if have you seen these people on the road who've lost their mind they keep talking to themselves they keep doing that right why we say they have lost their mind look at some say what is the difference he is speaking out loud you are speaking inside no seriously i am asking <laughs> what is the difference 
he has come to a stage where whatever he is speaking is come in the physical dimension you are in the previous stage where it is a mental voice in your head but you are not able to stop it he is also not able to stop it but that guy is a mad guy you are a very intellectual person you are also you know on the same road in the bike he is like you are like it's happening inside what is the big difference look at somebody and say may the lord set you free from madness today come on come on may the lord set you free from madness may the lord set you free from madness spirit soul body right come on tell amazing piece of technology wonderful piece amazing architecture can do so many things came from the physical dimension came from the earth right god made body from the earth so it it is from the physical dimension spirit when god wanted to create fish he spoke to the waters when he wanted to create trees spoke to the earth when god wanted to create man spoke to the triune god the triune god spoke to himself let us make man so if the if the tree came from the dirt so much so and if the body came from the dirt so when you bury the body it disintegrates and becomes one with the soil so does the tree disintegrate and become why same same structure molecular structure okay whatever molecular structure of your thing and your molecular structure you know the content content is the same structure is different but when you when you break it down break it down both have the same content so spirit when god said let us make man from where did spirit come huh from god evlo style solringa parunga yeah spirit came from god from god you are like body came from earth spirit came from god so what that's the problem that's a problem can you imagine that your spirit has come from god that means the same content if body has the same content of the earth then the spirit has the same content of god that's why jesus said you are gods it's very simple same content boundless limitless whatever is true of god is true do you have something in your packet you don't 
when vijayan used to be here he used to keep calling me and i attend and he'll be like hey sorry da it came on its own now his dad he repeatedly calls he is not calling actually it, it just comes <laughs> and when i attend i say thambi adhe vyadhi thambi fifth time he is calling now mm put this in your pocket okay good and what is he having he is having a iphone but if he says i am a iphone if he says i am a iphone then what do you think thambi has some problem he is not a iphone he has a iphone okay he is having a iphone that means he can keep it now he doesn't have iphone the problem is we say i am diabetic is different from i am having diabetics when you say i have diabetics that means it's not your identity can you get me my yeah here is my and is this the i it is this one little word that tells about your identity who you are what's your essence i am a spirit i am a soul no 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 i have a soul i have a soul i lives in a body i live in a body come on say i am a spirit i have a soul i live in a body i am what is that word i am i am is the name of god when moses asked god what is your name god said i am the great i am so i am is the core of our being because you are from god i am is the fundamental state of our being but we take that i am and say i am diabetic you are connecting a god factor to a malfunction i am depressed what i am what 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 else i am come on say say your i am statements yeah you people diabetic pathetic anything but i am is not worth coming into both of their hands i am should always be rooted in the spirit dimension spirit dimension is untouched by these things this self this is the truest version of self this self is a constructed self what is it constructed self so the body was made from the 
physical dimension spirit came from god dimension when god put the spirit into the body dimension it needed a man became a living soul so soul became the interface of the body and the spirit soul is an interface original design spirit is supposed to influence the soul and soul is supposed to receive from the spirit and influence the body and body is supposed to receive from the soul actually basically receiving from the spirit through the soul this is called interface this is called interface see in if if, if you see website uh, i mean physical dimension la kammiya irukanaala la avana pottu apdi aatrom see in website you have a ui design what is ui user interface it will have click me donate open like that buttons will be designed and it will be there then there will be software that will be coded then there has to be interface connecting this design with the thing that is running if the interface is not working properly if you click donate nothing will happen nothing will happen but the interface is so important interface is conditioned self say conditioned self how is this guy formed this guy is formed through a uh, myriads of experiences your soul your mind your thought patterns your emotions are conditioned over a period of time your identity come on tell me your identity who you are you say i am an indian honestly think about that did god create indian hmm in christ there is no jew no greek so ethnic identity is man made economic status man made color caste creed anything that you make your identity in your soul realm actually it's not who you are it's a product of culture it's a product of stuff that has been indoctrinated into you over a period of time so when he is having the i am statements the conditioned self is having the i am statements my goodness oh that's the reason for all depression oppression suppression whatever happens to you whatever has happened to you is a product of all those things the pain the unforgiveness where is it see small guy you're giving him a toy the toy breaks he is crying why is he crying what is he why is he crying hmm my toy is broken 
so many people are dying right daily so many people are dying now we are speaking somebody would be dying are we crying no we don't cry when do we cry my so that's what andrew max says you know you go to any funeral house people who are crying what do they cry <gasps> you left me and went so they are not crying for the person you're crying for yourself you're crying for yourself and he says self is the root of all grief come on look at somebody and say self is the root of all grief say it again self is the root of all grief you go to any grief anything that makes you sad you just go down go down go down you would see self ego sitting there ego getting hurt so what is this whole unforgiveness all about unforgiveness is all about <gasps> how can he say such a thing about me how can he do such a thing to me 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 mine i that's where the thing is i'm having a big car i'm having a big house i'm having so much money in the bank account so this is where the prosperity message gets twisted god is for wealth but when what you possess possesses you becomes your identity then you are dying then you are dying so true freedom is getting your eye here this is what true freedom is i am a spirit and i i am not touched by the stuff that happens here you may have gone through divorce but divorce is not your identity i am a divorcee terrible things have happened to you but you are not that you are god dimension you are spirit dimension you're up and above above all the nonsense that has ever happened or could ever happen to you so the pentecostals what they do is they take this dimension and say oh so only the spirit is important you go to heaven the spiritual dimension this is not important no 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 that's not what we are talking about we are talking about divine alignment what is divine alignment divine alignment is where that happens yeah that happens where your spirit man comes and come hug all two of them yeah and the spirit man swallows up the soul and swallows up the bodily dimension then original parameters have happened when the spirit man overtakes the soul 
Of course, the soul will not be sad like this. <laughs> when the spirit man takes over, the body, the body will be in a different thing. Many people who have, come on, yeah, stand yeah, like this. Many people who have had experiences, spiritual experiences, and when they have seen their own spiritual dimension, many people have said, my goodness, I was shocked by the way, how huge I looked. They said, my spirit man looked bigger than the building. So many people have said that. Because spirit man is boundless, limitless. The other day we were praying about, you know, something. Lavi was sad and she was crying in the physical. And while crying, she was having an encounter. And she told me about the encounter. She said, she saw a light being walked towards her. And she's lying down here in a cave in darkness. And a light being was walking towards her. And when the light being came, she saw it was her. It was Lavi only, a light being. But who is lying down here? Lavi only. So Lavi comes and says, Hey, what happened? Why are you crying? So who is the real Lavi? The light being is a real Lavi. This is the constructed self that is going through a product of an experience who can be reconstructed by the spirit dimension. Are you guys getting what I am saying? It's a product of constructed experiences and coming to a conclusion about value and worth because of what happened. But here value and worth is not based on what happened. It is totally based on source. So the light being comes and says, looks at the soul and says, Hey, why are you disquieted? What is Isaiah 26, 3 says? Isaiah 26, 3. Okay. Look at me. Look at me. Here, look, look here. You, the spirit dimension, will keep him. Okay, just keep. keep. Okay, you look at him and put your hand like this. You will keep him in perfect. Shalom. The word perfect is also shalom there. You will keep him in shalom, shalom, whose mind is stayed on you. When your mind is stayed on the spirit dimension, when your identity is rooted on the right stuff, then it is the spirit's dimension to keep you in perfect peace. When the spirit is in perfect peace, obviously the shalom is transferred to the body. Your body is in perfect health. Nothing missing, nothing broken. See, the Eastern meditation is about this guy. Sit, sit down. 
Yeah. Sit like, uh, yeah, cross-legged, yeah. And yeah. Sit straight. Mm. Take a deep breath. Mm. Slowly, let it go. So, in this meditative practice, what we are doing is, we are trying to bring peace and calm from outside to inside. Whenever you are emotionally pumped up, how is your breathing? Okay. Shallow breath, quick. So what they do? Slowly breathe. Mm, take a deep breath in. Slowly let it out. Mm. So first we normalize the breathing exercise. So when, the no when we normalize the breathing exercise and we are trying to metabolize his body, obviously there is a counter loop to the soul and soul calms a bit. But this is not going to stay forever. Right? But when we talk about fruit of the spirit, we are talking about love, joy, Peace, hmm. patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, right? They are not emotions. Listen to me carefully. The fruit of the spirit is not emotion. It's the fruit of the spirit. They are states of being. Love is a state of being. Joy is a state of being. Peace is a state of being which in turn affects your emotions and you would have emotions of joy as well but the fruit of the spirit which is joy is a state of being jesus was in a state of joy jesus was in a state of peace even when the body was caught up in a storm he was still able to sleep because he was in a state of peace which in turn affected his emotion of peace are you guys following what I'm saying? State of being. Unaffected. Here, emotions are affected by what is happening in the body. Right? Something happens in the body. What he expected happens. Then he is. But what he expects doesn't happen in life. 90% of the time. What he is expecting is not happening. Then it becomes like this. So the emotion of joy is very fluctuating based on what happens and what doesn't happen. So that's why your spiritual life is also going like this and this and this. And Sunday you're like, I will dance, I will sing to be mad for my king. Nothing Lord is taken. Hey! And you just walk out and just take this turn. Life goes like na 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 na, dang. And you go like bunk. There is no emotion. There is no pumping up. There is frustration. But you should learn to be in the state of joy, state of peace. That will happen only when you remove your identity from these two guys and say, I am a spirit. Look at somebody and say, you're sitting by a spirit.
I am a spirit. Look at them and say, I am a spirit. I am a spirit. The moment you say, Nanu Ravi, you're like, hey. You're laughing. Why are you laughing? Honestly, think about it. Whenever I say, I am a spirit, you're all laughing. Why are you laughing? Because your mind is not able to accept. Because for you, Avi means Pes Asu. Say, I am a spirit. Say that few more times till you're. I am a spirit. I am a spirit being. I am a spirit being. Will spirit have a throat infection? No. Yeah. Last week my throat was beginning to pain. I was preparing for this message. Oh, I am a spirit. I am a spirit. The pain disappeared like that. I was just thinking, my goodness. So if the pain can disappear like that, death can also come back to life like that. But the problem is not with, oh, throat pain versus resurrection. The problem is, where is my eye rooted? Where is my identity rooted? If my identity is rooted in a spirit being, then I can manipulate anything I want. This is Matrix chapter 1 and verse 4. You're the Neo. You're the One. You are the One. If you know you are the One, you can manipulate dimensions. You can manipulate dimensions. Boundless. Limitless. Unconstructed self from the uncreated dimension. Constructed self, product of experiences. Mere molecular structure which can be molded. Neuroplasticity. Malleable. Are you guys listening to what I'm saying? The doctor goes and asks, Ah, your dad has heart attack. Oh, your dad had diabetics. Then it is in your gene. Mm -mm -mm. But the gene is activated or deactivated by what is happening in his mind and emotion. If his mind and emotion is disconnected from the toxicity, and is rooted in the spirit dimension, then there is no way for his gene to manifest and express itself that way. It's just not possible. It doesn't matter what your dad had. There is collective consciousness. Because of collective consciousness, there are certain diseases that manifest. If you go to Europe, Every other fellow will have, what's that? Pollen uh, allergy. 
whole analogy. Yeah. And our guys who grew up from here go there and stay there for some time. And after some time they say, our kids are having pollen allergy. They pollen lay up the collective consciousness. Collective consciousness. You have to break free from the collective consciousness. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You can break free. You can break free from your family's collective consciousness. You can break free from your cultural collective consciousness by stepping into the spirit consciousness. Your God dimension. Did we read Colossians 3? No, we didn't. Okay. Let's read Colossians 3 in the Amplified. Go down. You were dead. No, no. Uh, let's do Passion Translation itself. So. Verse 5. Come on, read it out loud, please. Ready, go. Live as one who died to every form of Wow. Live as the one who died too. Say that. Live as one who has died to diseases. When somebody is dead, no disease can do anything to that dead guy. Because the moment you're dead, your connection is cut off. Live as the one who has died to diseases. The other translation says, die to forbidden things. And he has translated forbidden things as diseases. Do you know what is a dis-ease? The soul is not at ease. The soul is diseased. When the soul is not at ease, the body is having? The body is also not at ease. It is diseased. You're you're designed to be at ease. Whenever you're diseased, that is, you're not in a state of ease, calmness, quietness, you're malfunctioning, mental <laughs> diarrhea, emotional diarrhea is happening. Can't even control. You're bleeding. Mental madness. Die to diseases and desires for forbidden things, including desire for wealth. Wealth is not wrong. What is wrong? Desire for wealth. Desire for wealth meaning what? Identity is rooted in what you have. Oh, my car is my identity. 
Do you know God gave me a BMW after disconnecting my eye from the car that I was driving? He said, unless you're happy driving Eco, you will never be happy driving anything. I used to drive Eco many times. Some people who are close to me, you know. Um, I would say when I was having an Eco and say, can I bring my BMW? That's what I said. <laughs> uh, can, okay, you want to come in my BMW? <laughs> when I was having only Eco. And because I would take the Eco and go give it for valet parking in the Hotel Sheraton. And the guy will be like, either valet parking. <laughs> Or there will be an Audi, there will be a Benz, then there will be a BMW, there will be a slot inside, I'll come inside. <laughs> and park it and get down and walk. When your identity is disconnected from the things that you possess, then you are free to use anything. When your identity is disconnected from the money, God will entrust money into your hands. Otherwise, money will destroy you. When your identity is disconnected from your designation, then God will give you promotion. Otherwise, promotion will destroy you. When your identity is disconnected from influence, then God will give you influence. Otherwise, influence will destroy you. So desire for wealth is when your identity is rooted in the things that you possess. Which is the essence of idol worship. My toy is nothing but an idol worship. My job, my this, my that is the essence of idol worship, which is not good. Then, go to the next. When you live in these vices, you ignite the anger of God against these acts of disobedience. See, anger of God is against the stuff that is out there to destroy you. So these are the stuff that destroys you. So anger of God is against these things that is out there to destroy you. Yeah. That's how you once behaved, characterized by your evil deeds. But now it's time to eliminate them from your lives once and for all. Do you believe that you can eliminate all these things once and for all from your life? Anger, fits of rage, all forms of hatred, cursing, filthy speech. Hmm? And a lying. Come on, go, go to the previous one. Do you think you can eliminate these things once and for all? How? How? How do you eliminate these things once and for all? Yeah, your I am should be rooted in the spirit being who is in a state of joy and peace and gentleness, kindness, goodness. It's not, the spirit is not trying to be gentle. The spirit is not trying to be kind. The soul is where trying is happening. Spirit is not trying. Spirit is being. Spirit is being. Being, being, goodness as a being. 
You are a goodness as a being. Can you believe that? Yes, you are. Though I struggle to believe. You are goodness as a being. Your ontology. Meaning your state of being. is goodness, kindness. Wow. Look at somebody and say, I am goodness. When, I, when I'm angry, I'm acting angry. I am not angry. I am acting angry. But I am goodness and kindness. That's my state of being. Once and for all. Come on, read it everyone. It's time. Everyone, everyone. Whoever believes whatever I'm saying. Come on, open your mouth and confess. It's time to eliminate these things from my life once and for all. Anger, fits of rage, all forms of hatred, cursing, filthy speech and lying. I lay aside... The old Adamic self, constructed self, that has its identity rooted in the stuff that happens. Something good happens, feels good. Something bad happens, feels terribly bad. I lay aside that self with its masquerade and disguise. I lay it aside. Okay, go ahead. For you, you, you as a Spirit being have acquired new creation Zoe, my goodness, that came out of the tomb. You have new creation life, which is continually being renewed into the likeness of the one who created you, giving you the full revelation of God. He who is joined with the spirit is one with him. Kattarod is saying Dirikiravan, Avrode? Ore Avi, Sulinga, Ore Avi. I'm one spirit with him. One spirit, inseparably united. There is no difference between Christ and me as a spirit being. Constantly renewed in the likeness of the one who created you. Giving you the full revelation of God. Yeah. In this new creation life, your Ur, Sondavur, Yendavur, Yabadendavarunu, Kahase Aya. Nothing of those things matter. Your nationality, your ethnicity, your caste, your creed, your color, your economic status, your bank balance, what you have studied, PhD, D, all these alphabets, nothing matters. Nothing matters. The other day one person came to give wedding invitation. I opened the wedding invitation. I'm saying, you're supposed to see right. So I opened it and I saw. And they are, uh, sorry, uh, on the qualification, we forgot to put the qualification. <laughs> I'm like, okay, 
who cares <laughs> if somebody puts b in poster while inviting me to some meeting i call them and say day dai say naanga b padichad engalukku dhaan theni how we studied b one guy calls me and says pastor which engineering electronics and communication oh my tv is having some problem and uh, you know there is some uh, something is coming out of my tv do you know i said give digin <laughs> just because i'm electronics and communication engineer will i know something about tv i don't know identity we say he is a teacher then he becomes 95 years old then we say he is retired teacher because that's his identity no 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 you not you are not what you do so p- people come and ask me so are, are you a school correspondent right now or are you a pastor right now or uh, what are you right now i'm like i'm none of those things those are the things that i do they are not my states of being i am a much loved son i am a much loved son that's my state of being i have a father who loves me that's my state of being and from that space i'm free to do whatever i want to do today i'll start school tomorrow i will make movies tomorrow i will uh, you know what do you want to do anything you want to do i'll start a business i'll do this i'll do that say my caste my creed my color my economic status is not my identity is not my identity what has happened to me what has good stuff happened to me bad stuff happened to me nothing of those things has the power to define who i am because my identity is spirit say i am a spirit they matter come on shout everyone they matter nothing look at somebody and say think about me something tell them think about me something because they matter nothing <laughs> yeah whatever you want to think about me think about me because they matter nothing to me no thing what is nothing no thing it's no thing to me what you say about me it's no thing to me oh wow fantastic no thing for it is christ that means everything as he lives in every one of us for christ is everything look at somebody and say whatever you say is nothing for christ is everything i am christ kind i am a spirit being okay go ahead you're always and dearly loved by god so robe yourself with 
which part of these three things is loved by god very good i am so glad that you answered all otherwise my 10 years of preaching would have gone away how many of you were tempted to say spirit come on hey kappunu mathe all nu sonnone all god loves my goodness god loves the soul god loves the body that's why he wants to glorify it god loves the mind that's why he wants to transform it be renewed be transformed by the renewing of your mind he loves you 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 are fully dearly loved as messy as this is don't think god hates these things the word became flesh you're always and dearly loved by god so robe yourself with virtues of god since you have been divinely chosen to be holy what is that holy is the state of being not something that you do it's my state of being be holy as i am holy god said be holy as i am holy how is god holy is he like every sunday oh this week i want to be holy is holiness something that he is trying to do he is a state of being be holy as i am holy it's not even do holy be be word being word mm be mercy be mercy it's all states of being which affects your soul and doing as well be merciful as you endeavor to understand others and be compassionate showing kindness toward all and be gentle and humble unoffendable in your patience with others pinch somebody five people and say do you know you can be unoffendable come on say you can be unoffendable in your patience with others did you hear that caris you can be unoffendable no matter who says and does what you can be in the state of peace where you cannot be offended look at the next tolerate the weaknesses of those in the family of faith forgiving one another in the same way you have been graciously forgiven by jesus christ if you find fault with someone release the same gift of forgiveness to them idhukku thaya ivlo neram eduthu vandiya indha point ku tamil la varave mudiyala why forgiveness is very difficult for you because you are trying to do it from here you're not able to let go oh how can i how can i not forgive what he said to me about me i'm a spirit gentleness goodness kindness is my state of being and i come i swallow up the soul and as a result i swallow up the body 
there was this uh, animation movie, right? There was this big white robo. What's the name of that movie? Play big Max. Baymax. Right? <laughs> Baymax. Huh? Hero 6. Yeah. So there, whenever the, uh, whenever the boy is disturbed, what will Baymax do? Come and mug. So the soul and body begins to ease. The dis-ease disappears. Right? How do you know in which state your eye is? At, at any given point, how will you know where your eye is rooted? I'll give you one simple litmus test, okay? Yeah, see? Your spirit man is like this big man. Okay? Allow your spirit man to envelop you. Allow your spirit man to move towards your pain and envelop you. It will just swallow up. Your spirit man swallow up your pain. You don't need to run from your pain. There are two kinds of new creation reality preaching. One is, oh you are a new creation in Christ, you are a new creation in Christ, you are a new creation in Christ. And they won't even move towards your pain. And there is this heart healing side of version which says, constantly looking inward, oh, I'm broken, I'm broken, no, no, what fluff in my navel. Okay? But I'm saying, since you are a spirit man, don't be afraid of your pain. Move towards your pain, embrace your pain, and you will be swallowed up by life. You will be swallowed up by life. Move towards it. Don't be afraid of your pain. Don't be afraid of what's happening in your soul. You move towards it. You're not that. That is what happened to you. But you are not that. That's what happened to you. Abuse happened to you. Rejection happened to you. Oppression happened to you. But you are not that. You're not that. You are a spirit being. So move towards and hug and embrace. Hold that part of your story with no shame. Yes, this happened to me, but this is not me. I am having a mobile phone, but I am not a mobile phone. Are you guys getting what I'm saying? So how do you know where is I rooted? One litmus test, right? I am. Say. I am. Say it again. One more time. What tense is that? Present tense. So God, the great I am, is in the present tense. He is in the present moment. He is in this moment. God is the eternal present. He doesn't have a past. He doesn't have a future. Because he doesn't live in time, he is the eternal present. So wherever he is, he is. And he wants you to stay present. What's the problem with mental and emotional diarrhea? You're never present. You're either in the 
stuck in the past or thinking about the future. But do you know there is nothing called past and future? Because when you go to the past, you will experience it as the present. There is no future. The so-called past you are stuck with was present when you were there. You experienced it only as a present. You didn't understand? There is no future. There is no past. Because the thing that you are thinking about the two weeks down the lane, or the interview that you have to attend, <gasps> when you really go, it's not going to be a future, it's going to be a present moment. The so-called past was also a present moment. That's why the Bible says, this is the day that the Lord has made. When you come tomorrow and read that verse, it's going to say, this is the day. When you come after a month and you're going to read that verse? So every day you come and read that word? This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Do you know when you stay present, you will be at peace? Do you know when you stay present, you will, joy will be your companion? Honestly, think about it. Present moment. That's where. What did Prophet Ugwe tell? Yesterday is a history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift. That's why it's called present. At least listen to Ugwe. Hey, present. Be present. So, spirit, timeless dimension, eternal present. Don't, whenever your mind is running, diarrhea is happening, the first exercise is to bring it to the present. If it is not happening right now, I'm not going to be thinking about it. Then what about planning? Hey, stop. You just worry in the name of planning. How many of you guys really plan? The first qualification for you to be planning about the future is to stay present and not to have mental diarrhea and think about 100 possibilities of what it's going to go wrong. That's not planning. That's called worrying about future in the name called planning. For you to plan about something, you need to be present. You need to be present in this moment, then only you can plan because planning is happening in this moment. Are you getting what I'm saying? But if you're worrying about your future, thinking you're planning the future, you're not planning the future because you're not present. So, where is God? In this moment. That's why Jesus said, do not worry about tomorrow. And when you go to tomorrow, what is going to say? 
Do not worry about tomorrow. Today you have grace. Every day you have grace for that day. So when you live within the grace of the day, when you live in the present moment, you have fully what it takes to live a joyful life. You don't need to think, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Future tripping. Look at somebody say, stop future tripping. It is mental diarrhea. It's mental diarrhea. Are you supposed to plan? Yes. But for that, you need to be in the state of peace for you to be grounded in the present moment. So when you're like that, okay, let's stand. We do, let's do that exercise. Okay. I want you to stand. I want you to just close your eyes and wherever you're feeling tension in your body, I want you to release that. If, you, if you're feeling tightness in your forehead, is your eyebrows coming together? Is it strained? Is, is your chest constrained? Is your tummy tightened? I want you to release all the stress out. Look at me, look at me, look at me. Have you seen ducks fight? Or any birds fight? You would see it very well in ducks. When the two ducks come to fight, they'll be like and then they will go their separate ways. When they go their separate ways, they do something. What do they do? And they will open their wings and they do this. Have you seen that? They do that. The intense energy, they just release it. The moment they release it, they're fine. They're back to normal. We don't do that. When we go and fight with a person, we don't go out and we don't do that. Since we don't do that, we keep replaying it. If, if duck is our humankind, once it fights, how is it doing such a thing? It is thinking its own pond. I will show who is the boss in this pond. And that duck is going to thinking the same way. I'm going to be forever like that. It will be stuck. Look at somebody and say, do like this. <laughs> I'm going to shake off every unwanted energy from me. The thing that I'm storing up in my system for long, I'm going to release it. Okay? Okay, close your eyes and do the exercise again. Okay, I want you to scan your body from top to bottom. If it's not in a relaxed state, I want you to bring your body into a relaxed state. And I want your mind to be focused on God. God's love for you. 
God is the big Baymax, right, who comes and hugs us. He is the being of love, definition of love. And it's all its essence and glory and power. He has fully identified himself with you. Your mind, if your mind is running here and there, thinking of so many things, even now, bring those things and release it into the presence. Make those things as a pathway towards your stillness. Don't fight it. When you're trying to be still, if your mind is thinking, oh my goodness, I forgot to pay EB bill. How do you do that is, you don't fight that thought. You're like, thank you for you're going to provide for me to pay my EB bill. You make it part of your thing towards God. You don't fight thoughts. You just bring those thoughts and release it into the presence. You're thinking about a business deal. Say, thank you for your my wisdom in that deal. Embrace those thought and release it in the presence. That's how you calm your mind. You don't calm your mind by fighting things, by emptying your mind or blanking out your mind. I'm teaching you the basics of meditation right now. And when you're in that state of being, say, Lord, heal my broken, wounded soul. And when you say that, certain memories will come, certain incidents will come up. As a love being, as a spirit being, you can walk towards those incidents without shame, without fear, without anxiety. You are an observer. You are not that. Remember, you are an observer. You are not that. You are an observer. You are not that. You move towards that. You embrace that. You go and remove the I from that incident. The I am from that incident. You might have been abandoned, but you need not say, I am. Because you have never been abandoned by the Trinity. Your mind, you're bringing your mind slowly and your, whose mind is stayed on thee. So this is the art of meditation, where you're, where you're bringing your mind to stay on God, stay on His goodness.
start with 10 minutes a day where you can make your mind stay on god okay 10 minutes where you bring your mind to stay on him so when you're staying and calming yourself that's where your pain comes up your pain comes up the things that has to be addressed that has been neglected and deflected through busyness of life will come up and you move towards it you don't run away from it you embrace it you own the story as you are in this state i want you to engage with communion from this state where you see yourself one with him in body yes serve the communion you've been made one you've been made one with him you're absolutely one he is the head and we are the body your bodily spiritually even on a soul wise you've been fully united embraced with god don't you know that your body is the temple of the holy ghost it doesn't say don't you know your spirit is the temple don't you know your body is the temple spirit fully possesses So as you take part in the communion I want you to think about your union with Christ. Christ is everything. Nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. Yeah, ask them to stay in the room. Hmm. as you hold the body and have the blood i want you to know that you are inseparably united the life of god the new creation life right the new creation life flows through us we are constantly renewed in the likeness of the one who created us 
constantly renewed i have a constant supply we say my love tank is empty why because you're drawing from the wrong cup there is no possibility for you to run empty when you know your identity as a spirit so when you are like this you get into relationships in a giving mode and you're free to receive as well there is a free flow of giving and receiving in this state you're not needy anymore yeah you filled my tank because you are the fountain that never runs dry you are the fountain that never runs dry shall we all take part together yeah let's give see we took part in the physical the communion but it has a spiritual dimension we take baptism in the physical and it has a spiritual dimension similarly we give in the physical we give money but there is a spiritual dimension those who understand it yeah so i want you to understand that giving is a spiritual act even though it happens in the physical give from a revelation of being from a from a state of abundance not from a state of lack awareness of lack will just bring more lack but your awareness of your abundance draws abundance